deaf ears and blind magic. A sorrow shared. Salutations, young caster. The tale we have today is the most pitiful and malevolent incident in the history of the Earth. Far from the land of Thorngill, though for what it's worth, although close to the hearts of many a citizen of Ogersfield and beyond, some were able to abscond this ensnaring destiny, so take a seat by the fire, rest with me, and prepare yourself for emotions more powerful than even a potion of hemlock and take stock in the misery that once was a swath on this planet we call home. Though the shadow priest was not present, he was still chilled to the bones. His major in the history of casters at the Ogersfield Academy of Magic gave him certain benefits or drawbacks, it depends on your perception. In the beginning, at the very conception of his magical understanding, he had always been granting favour to the dignity and value of all casters. And indeed, all children do. It's only when they come of age and the world so blue corrupts them, the fires of hate, a learnt phenomenon, passed down through generations of ignorance. At first glance, this may anger some of you around this fire, this fateful night. I ask of you to sit tight and listen to this tale in the moonlight. For a hatred is a learnt phenomenon often based in the flickering flames of jealousy and misunderstanding. If only the childlike innocence would remain in us all. When we grow older, it does not mean we stand tall. It's a matter of appreciating the dignity in all casters. Empathy is a powerful source of magic. So, the shadow priest at a young age of a mere twelve carried a memory with him onwards to the land of its incidents and beyond, ingrained into his soul, were the songs he sang that day. That is why many years later, when he was accused in the mess hall at the College of Lesser of stealing a jeweled necklace, it broke his soul. Why would such accusation destroy him if he were innocent? And what relevance does this jeweled necklace have to this story? I implore thee, for the link of the necklace to this story is strong as the chains of metal that hold it together. And remember, young casters, all casters are a bird of a feather. And so our shadow priest at the age of twelve was requested to do a presentation on the atrocity of fellow cast. It was seen to be such a malevolent incident that only a child could teach the other children in a delicate and sensitive manner. Only the lens of a child could safely pay forward the brutal message that division is never acceptable, that only unity is reputable. I cannot underestimate the heinous malevolence of this incident, committed on national scale. It makes anyone's blood run stale and heart weak, and often fall like tidal waves. As you delve into research and turn through the pages, what made it ever more powerful was the fact he met some survivors of fellow cast, and today we will talk about two of them. And it is easy to condemn me, young Castor, for speaking these words, but this atrocity can never go unheard, for there is one word to remember and achieve, and that is unity. 
So some half a century ago, there was a malevolent hatred that was allowed to grow with impunity. Irrefutably, it was a hysteria spell. The process of polymorph was used. That is, in layman's terms, scapegoating. Making someone seem inferior and laying the blame for misgivings and everything that is wrong at the door of minority groups of casters. Making them appear to those under the malevolent hysteria spell as though they are submortal, no better than an animal. So now the shadow priest was tasked with this to present to the academy peers the incident. By the name of the supreme caster he has never shed so many tears in his life as he did that night. This is not weakness but a sign of his strength. Every tear a droplet of weakness leaving his body. The tears seethed with chaos magic as those chaos spells paled in comparison with the heinous reality of what he was told. So be bold and I am not going to tell you but a fraction of the reality. It's up to you to choose to research this matter in its totality. There were so many fatalities. Whom died in the most painful manner, drained of all life and optimism, magic and manner before they were finally stripped of their breath. It started with ostracization. That is, they identified them as a group of casters that were separate to the nation made them out to be a bane on society, not unlike rats in the sewer. And so ostracization led to ghettos being formed, and in time the demon king that ruled instigated that they should not be allowed outside of the gates of the ghetto under moonlight. That is, that during the day they should be allowed to work and slave for the cities they once called home, and by night returned to the ghettos so as to make sure they did not escape to the safe zone. The shadow priest met a wizard who was a younger boy when then he at the time of this most heinous malevolent event. He spent the day polishing shoes and exchanging verbal abuse and the occasional beating and if he was lucky an apple or two. What would he do with those scraps of morsels of food? He would take them back to the ghetto and share them with his sweetheart. You see, the female casters were not allowed out of the ghetto at all. It was a method of ensuring that they did not escape to places like Thornville, where they could live relatively peaceful and lives of dignity. Before the final source was concocted, before the final source of evil and the solution was concocted that would see history corrupted forevermore. The point so sore I'm not sure we should share this tale aside this fire. Though they said to the shadow priest to tell of the tale and be ever vigilant for sometimes history is doomed to repeat itself. Nonetheless this story is good for no caster's spiritual health though for it to be ignored would in itself be a disrespect to the colossal level of death. You see, children were stripped from their mothers, men from their wives, taken to a death camp to work and die. Excuse me as I sigh. It is worse. Mass graves littered the surrounding areas, worse than that of a war zone, for these heinous crimes 
even purgatory and the fires of hell could not atone. The demons who committed these crimes, blindly following orders and believing what they were told, never being bold and thinking of their own initiative. For the sake of the continued legacy of this, please forgive that I tell you this story in this manner, aside this fire in this way. And no, there is not a day goes by that these people are not remembered in my heart. I say people, the children, the ones that would never grow old, who died in such horrific ways, having malevolent magic tested upon them. Nothing could wipe clean this stain on history other than a millennia of history abstaining from such atrocities. Genocide, almost an entire type of caster wiped from the face of the earth, along with the ones who, who love and the sick and the ill. The shadow priest met two survivors when he was twelve and never ceased to delve into the research. Each year on memorial, he would recall, if not each day or each week. That is why when the light priest, her name was Vixen, accused him of stealing the necklace on the merit of his poverty and lack of gold, the tears he could not hold back, despite being at this time at the College of Lesser a grown teen. That is why he tracked them down, the rich shamans who were built like elephants, and with one glance in the street, spell-casting ready, yet unnecessary. Some three days later, on a dark and shaded evening, with a lamplight glistening in their eyes, all he had to say was the definition of evil, and the necklace was returned. You see, despite their riches, these shamans were engaging in pixie powder, driving them to great length of sin. Yet the gravity of this story was still enough to wear them thin. Not a spell, not a battle, just a definition of evil. Other casters in the street listened intently and two cried. The necklace? Was it returned? I hope so. Or let them too burn. The earth was scorched by this event. Hysteria spells are dangerous. There is no time for hate. We should never follow orders blindly. For that is when even the innocence of a child is beguiled by sorrow. The jewel necklace was the only thing to escape the atrocity clutched in the hand of a child when there should have been someone holding that hand. So many lives extinguished. So much raw emotion and anguish. Never be led by rhetoric. Even when arguments seem logical, if they are fueled by hate, they are the work of a heretic, of the demon king. Never blindly follow. Question, it is your right as a sentient caster. And protect the earth, so as no more will a child have to be stripped of everyone and everything other than a necklace. And remember, the acts of thievery can steal the one thing that someone has left. For from this doom, all that was retained was that heirloom. And remember, 
the two the shadow priest met said to him, to pain you must attune. Never give up, never give in, fight for unity and intrinsic value.